Any news today, Tito, at all? Dang, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Rosie, <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> this is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. second and third drive down a run Ramirez rips a single to right that'll score Hernandez here comes Rosario throw to the plate cut off and for whatever reason Jose Ramirez trying to go to second he's in a rundown nobody's at second he runs by everybody he gets up he's running to third he stumbles he dives in safely to his own dugout. First, it was a base-running mistake by Jose Ramirez. With nobody out, they're not going to throw to the plate. They had no chance. But he made the big turn, was heading to second. Throw cut off. He got in a rundown. But the rundown continued, and the Orioles didn't have anybody backing up Galvis at second. He was short of second. Ramirez went to second. Then saw nobody was at third, and he kept going to third and beat everybody there. Indians with a 4-3 to three lead. Can we say that was the craziest play of the year? Certainly the most heads-up base-running play of the year, and it came in the third inning of Wednesday night's 8-7 to seven Tribe win over the Orioles, courtesy of Jose Ramirez. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. Welcome into the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Episode number 44, and if you've been with us throughout all of these, well, the numbers game shows that Bobby Bradley is number 44 right now for the Tribe, so it's the Bobby Bradley edition of the Rosie Report. Thanks so much for downloading and listening. Wild one on Wednesday night at the ballpark as uh, the Indians' Aaron Savali won his 10th game of the season, despite lasting only five innings. And we say that because Savali is a, a shoe-in for six, seven innings a night. But this one, he, he labored a little bit, allowing the five runs, but got plenty of offensive help in winning his 10th game of the season. Afterward, Terry Francona, Tribe Manager, talked about another Tribe win. You know, what do you think of Savali tonight? You know, it, it, one of those nights, I mean, you start the game off, we gave up a, you know, double, and then three hits that weren't really necessarily barreled up. So he had to pitch out of a lot of, you know, it's hard when you got four men on, you know, first four guys reach base. But he got a big double play to limit the damage. Uh, he hung up a, a cutter late to give up the last two. Um, I actually thought he was okay. Just he made the mistake and he paid for him. Um, we, you know, we, we all know what the situation you guys are in, um, just seeing your, your back end guys go three days in a row. Just how do you guys come to that decision and work through that? You know what? There's a lot of trust with when they tell us they're okay. You know, obviously there's days where we feel like we need to step in like tomorrow, but, and fortunately both of them had short innings. Um, but I mean, we, 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 we worry, I mean, I admit it, but we also, our medical people do a great job in evaluating where they are, you know, strength-wise and range of motion-wise. And if there's ever something that comes out, we would we would hold off. Do you know your starter for tomorrow afternoon? Eli Morgan. 
for just the, that inning that – well, start off with Jose. Just what can you say about that play? <laughs> or have you even figured it out yet? That was quite the uh, – I'll tell you what. You know, I, I'm not sure he probably should have been going to second. He might have got a little carried away there. But once that happened, his, his clock is incredible. He didn't give up, first of all. And for him to have the wherewithal to get out of the rundown and also be thinking that quickly – the third base is unoccupied, to me, is incredible. Then the fact that he almost fell, that just made it perfect. <laughs> you know, you, you've always said that he's a great base, base runner. Is that an example of that? Yeah. I mean, again, getting out of the rundown is one thing. But like you said, most guys will probably die for the bag and hold on. He had the wherewithal to – he knew that their third baseman was on the bag. And he looked up right away and you know there's no hesitation i know we haven't really asked you a lot about this but just what are your thoughts been on eddie rosario and how he swung the bat over the last few weeks you know what he, he's getting to his level i mean we talk about it and it's fun watching it because we needed it and we will need it but you know he has the ability to drive in runs and he's got really good hitters hands like today he got a that breaking ball from the lefty, you know, got out in front of him, but he still can hook it for a double. That's Indians manager Terry Francona following an 8-7 to Tribe win over the Orioles on Wednesday night. Quick turnaround on Thursday, a 110 first pitch at Progressive Field. Earlier in the day on Wednesday, we had a chance to visit with Ernie Clement, the newest Cleveland Indian in his rookie major league season. Picked up his first major league hit Tuesday night. And we asked him about that, that feeling that you get when you're a young player and you have that first major league hit. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, you know, I was just trying to, to keep my approach simple and, and get Naylor over to third base somehow. And, you know, I got a, a pitch I could handle up in the zone. So I, uh, you know, I took advantage and it was, it was awesome to help the team win. Talking to Bobby Bradley about his debut a couple of years back, he said it can be overwhelming, and I know you got in that bat the other day, but what was that first start like in terms of managing your emotions and getting into the flow of the game? Yeah, I actually thought I'd be a lot more nervous. I, I was I was pretty calm and, and ready to go and ready to help the team win, so you know, they gave me the heads up the night before, so I had a lot of time to prepare uh, for, for Harvey and, and a lot of time to prepare for, for where I, what I was going to do during the game, so you know, I was pretty relaxed and I just had fun with it. Did it help being around here a little bit last summer, even though you were at the alternate site, but kind of close by over at Lake County? Yeah, I've gotten to know a lot of the guys. Um, so, you know, they made me really comfortable, and they supported me last night. So it was just really cool to finally be out there with them. And a, a nice team win, and, and you're part of a team that's really scrambling right now to, to, to get some wins, and they're doing a pretty good job at that. And uh, coming into this situation, were you aware of, of what was happening on, on a pretty regular basis here? Yeah, definitely. Um, our pitching staff is incredible. So, you know, as position players, we just got to do our best to put runs on the board and, and try and help them win ball games. So, you know, we're going to keep it simple and come together uh, and, and, and just continue to, to, to grind out at bats and, and try and win ball games. Ernie, you've, you've been in Major League Camp a couple of seasons now and, and had a chance to, to go through that. And as you work your way up through that process of minor league baseball, getting close to the major leagues, when did you really start to feel that, that hey, this could happen, this could be a dream that could really happen? Yeah, so last year at the alternate site, um, you know, it was really a grind. You know, we weren't playing real baseball games um, during the COVID season. So, you know, it was really a grind. And, you know, they just kept saying, you know, work your, work your tail off, um, you know, get better every day. And, you know, that opportunity might come. So, you know, I just I stayed ready and, 
then this year finally um you know they, they gave me an opportunity to play last night and you know it was just a ton of fun and i've been waiting for that moment for a long time i think a lot of people were concerned how the players who, who didn't have that capability of playing in games last year would fare this season uh, did it take you a little while to get going or, or were you able to get some good things done there last summer yeah we we accomplished a lot over there you know we did probably our best that we possibly could have with what we had so um you know we, we stayed positive and you know i think everybody got a lot better and you know it was really cool to get to know a lot of those younger guys um that are coming up in the system and you know i got to work with them every day so it was really cool and you know there's there's definitely a lot of bright futures in cleveland when you look at, uh, at background, you have some hockey in your background at the high school level. So does Sam Henches, a teammate of yours now and, and uh, coming up through the minor leagues. He was a defenseman, I think. You were a forward. What would happen if you guys were on the ice together on separate teams and you're flying down the wing or maybe in, in center ice and, and he's there uh, ready to stand you up? How, how would that go? Well, you know, it's it's always going really well on the diamond when we're out there together um but he's he's a really big guy so you know i'd probably try to just skate past him and and definitely not go toe-to-toe with him physically (laughs) um but i I think if him and i were on the same hockey team it'd it'd go a lot like it we it does on the baseball field um you know we work well together um you know in the middle he he he's very athletic for his size so he he turns a good double play he gets it to the middle of the infield really well and um you know he makes our job easy because he's usually just striking everybody out so you know i'm sure he wouldn't let very many goals in on the ice so he's someone you're familiar with from from the minor leagues and i know you played a little bit with with bobby bradley helpful that that there's some other players here who are in a similar spot trying to make their way in the major leagues as, as you try and do the same yeah absolutely a lot of these guys i've played with in the minor leagues um and, and it's just been so cool to see them develop and grow uh, as baseball players and as human beings. And, you know, a lot of them are really good friends of mine. So, you know, we have we have a ton of fun. And um, it's just so cool to see them uh, having great careers already uh, as young rookies and, and second years in, the, in this league. And in closing, uh, obviously a, a fun night for you last night. I know you had a lot of family here. What, what was postgame like, if you can share? It was amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad that my parents, my sister, and my grandmother and a couple other family members could be there. Uh, it was a special moment. Um, they know how hard I've worked and, and how much I wanted this opportunity, and you know, it was just really cool to share that with them. Oh, it was fun to watch. Ernie, thanks a lot for coming by. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Nice young man, Ernie Clement. We'll see if he hangs around a while and has an opportunity to play a little bit more. Who knows? Maybe he's in there on Thursday, a day game after a night game. We'll see. As the Indians wrap up the homestand, they're off to Pittsburgh for the weekend. Thanks, as always, to Indians... PR department, Bart Swain, Courtbury Trip, Austin Controllis for all of their help in making our show happen each day during the week. Until next time, I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks so much for listening and downloading the Rosie Report.